If you want to support this podcast, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant. Get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. One of the greatest causes of suffering is the human condition which brings the resistance to death. Resistance to death of any kind. In most cases, I'm not even talking about the physical kind, because it makes sense to resist that a bit. I mean, there is a human mechanism that says, okay, we must survive, right? (laughs) But if we go beyond the physical body, if we think about the emotions or the mental body or the thoughts, there is this level confusion where people resist death there as well. So they resist the recycling of their own thoughts, their own philosophies, their own opinions, their own identities, their points of view. And that is the resistance to death. That's resisting death. Now, some people come up with philosophies or religions or ways of life, which are all a compensation to this resistance to death. And they come up with moral opinions, moral ideals, and say, you are not this. If if you don't eat the way I eat, that means you're bad. Because your eating isn't about resistance to death. You're not afraid of death like I am, so you must be bad or wrong. But in the end, enlightenment isn't about a template of behavioral patterns, of what you should or shouldn't do. It's about... Can you realize the truth within that goes beyond this physical incarnation? The thing that goes beyond the life and death cycle. And in order to do this, you have to equally embrace life and death. In order for the new ego or the new identity or to some Hindus, uh, they may say the Brahma aspect of you. Right, this new ego of some sort, if you wish for that to evolve and then be reborn, you must let go of the first ego, which has to do with the death of that ego. It's the Shiva aspect. Shiva is the death part, so there's the cycle of life, you know, there's winter and then there's spring and summer. There's no just summer, 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 right? But the ego likes comfort, the ego likes everything to be the same. Not realizing that it's stifling evolution in the process. So if you are suffering, if there's some sort of pain that you have, ask yourself, is there somewhere inside that you're resisting death? Is there somewhere inside where you are afraid of letting go of something? And I'm not talking from a corrupt authoritarian point of view here where I'm asking you to let go of something and then I naturally just benefit, (laughs) right? I'm saying, is there something where you feel you are suffering and just let go of a point of view that is holding that suffering in place? Sometimes, ironically, it's a moral compass. Sometimes we've been taught morals that are not necessarily true. 
taught certain rules about life that must be adhered to, otherwise you're a good person or a bad person. You have to throw all of that out. And when you do this, when the mind collapses, when the template or the rules of life collapse, then the heart emerges and the heart naturally knows what is right for you in this moment and how you fit in this collective dream. And that might be a different lifestyle choice than maybe somebody else. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the same. And that's where people make the mistake. They think that this is, this, this bunch of morals I have over here is the right thing. No, that bunch of morals might have a certain cause or effect, but it isn't really about truth. Truth is the natural state of all things. It isn't about manipulating in a grand compensation scheme to avoid suffering. There are many times in your spiritual journey where you may find yourself doing certain things. Certain actions in your life that you do, you've been doing for years, and they just are you. Somebody asks you why you do that, and well, that's just what I do. But as you continue your spiritual practice, you will find that you may ask the question, why am I doing this again? <laughs> am I really interested in this thing I'm doing? Is this pattern really necessary, or is it still true to me? Maybe it was true at some point, but is it still true now? And so often, you may find that the patterns or rituals that you were doing were governed by some impulse, an impulse within that had a subtle amount of suffering attached to it. The suffering was what was driving it, not freedom. So if you tuned into my last video and I talked about the flow, anytime you clean up just a little bit of the suffering that's driving you, then there is more flow available to you. And flow carries passion, happiness, love, freedom, and definitely a freedom from fanatical thinking. When you realize the mind is, in, is not in power, <laughs> at first you think the mind is very much in power, but when you realize that the opinion that you might have means very little and does nothing for you, then you start to look for your nourishment somewhere else. And so often people who are depressed or have an intense amount of anxiety are holding on to philosophies in life that are no longer working for them. And they refuse to let go and they're caught in a cycle. So if enlightenment is your first and foremost priority, you must also learn to die. Learn to die to what you think to be true, so that way you become truth itself. And the neat part about becoming truth is you don't have to have an opinion about it. I'm not saying other people care about your opinion either, but I'm just saying you don't have to have an opinion. <laughs> But at least you're sitting there in your warm little bath and you're having a good time, even if nobody else understands you. 
So don't resist the death process. It's also just as necessary as the life process within. It's okay to let go of old philosophies. It's okay to be open. Be open to whether some type of thinking is correct or not. Because in the end, the self is not the mind. The self is everything and the mind. It's all of it. But it's not the little micromanagings of the mind, you see? The self moves through the mind, you could say. Kind of like a hand moves through a puppet. You could also look at certain rules that you have governing your thoughts, certain moral codes as programs. And these programs are always running in the background, taking up all your hard drive space, taking up all your processing power. It's good to clean the hard drive once in a while and see what programs or software is necessary to run in this moment. So embrace the death process of these old programs. I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.